0: Delsing spent 25 years on the PGA tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go on the range with Jay Delsing.
1: On the range is brought to you by the gateway section of the PGA.
2: Hey, welcome back. This is the golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm Jay Delsing. Got John Perlis with me. Perlis, good morning. What's going on today?
3: Nothing but just looking forward to uh, talking more end of year golf and uh, what we what we're looking to happen next year. So looking forward to it.
2: All right. So the show's been formatted like a round of golf, and the opening uh, segment is the on the range segment, and it's brought to you by the Gateway section of the PGA. Um, These guys, these men and women, worked long hours this summer. Uh, They're also doing stuff during the winter to to make next year good and our experience. Uh, memorable when we get on the golf course. There's over 300 men and women in our area that are, that make up this section. So we appreciate them, and uh, we appreciate them helping us grow the game. Uh, Pearl, we're gonna skip the meta report because last week we're still trying to unpack all the stuff you said last week about. Um, you know, you slipped a little Jack Dorsey Twitter comment in there, and our our my phone's just blowing up.
3: Uh, that's fine. You tell me when you guys are caught up, and I'll be ready
1: to go.
2: No, okay, perfect. Um also want to thank Bob and Kathy Donahue at 314-805-2132 for their support of the show at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. Folks, if you need anything done on your home, inside or outside, call Bob and Kathy. They're terrific people. All right, so, John, one of the things that um, – we're going to talk about today is uh, we're going to give a little preview, our takes, our hot takes, our cold takes, whatever kind of takes they are, about what our predictions are going to be for which players are going to kind of step up, which players may take a, um, a step back. I mean, we've got some, I, 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 I spent some time looking at um, uh, what's happened to, to some of the players like a Justin Rose has kind of fallen off the planet. Then you get some, we got some great young players. Who's going to win their first major? All sorts of different things like that. Um, uh, Also, let's just start off with this. How much have you been following the Greg Norman and the LIV Golf Investment? uh, uh, What do you want to call it? It's almost like a traveling circus.
3: Uh, very little, and that's why I joined the, Jay, the Golf and J. Nelson Golf Show so that I could hear more about it. It's a little rip, and okay, then i I'll so, push
2: back. Okay, so, so they're making some hires, right? So Greg is going to be the CEO and probably the commissioner of this new entity. Um,
3: what is the entity?
2: The, they're trying to do – they're trying to um, – go into conjunction with the Asian tour and form events and are and, and use some of their already existing events to pay allure some of the top players in the world with uh, with uh, startup money uh, show up money appearance money things like that they're also talking about trying to do a, a team competition there there's a lot of things that have been kicked the can's been kicked a lot but it hasn't been kicked specifically enough to explain what the hell it really is but what is fascinating to me john and i've been watching this my buddy good friend slugger white who just retired from the pga tour last year after 40 years he played on tour for i think a year and then became uh the lead official after a few years he just joined that the the norman squad why don't you get him on Jay? get him on, the, uh, I, I, on the well show. that's that's this I'm, I'm telling you this news just came out, but I'm tr- thinking, how is this going to work? how and and, and so Slugger's the head of the rules and um, and competitions and I just I, I, I just wonder what Greg's mindset is. Is there a way John that he can truly unify through this thing? Or is it going to be divisive? That's where is I'm that, at.
3: Is, is, is that where, well? I mean, he—I don't think he's wildly successful. He was a spectacular player, entrepreneur, the whole thing. I don't think he necessarily cares if it's divisive. Uh, if it if it moves towards the end. Do you so you think the the thing they're after is creating you more of a unified world golf tour? Because wasn't he after that years ago?
2: Oh yeah. That's the reason that we have the World Golf Championships now because he was uh, trying to recruit Rupert Murdoch, fellow Australian billionaire, uh, you know, and in the news and media world and, uh, you know, owns Fox and uh, get him to support this world tour. And the reaction from the PGA Tour was to form the World Golf Championships. And that's what happened.
3: Well, some some good things come of it then. And, uh, you know, uh, Greg has no concerns uh, shaking things up up a little bit so i think the key is to get slugger white on here let's uh see what we can do to ferret out the uh the the uh, the, the nonsense and figure out what are they after i think it'd be a great story and it would be fun to follow i mean he's a change agent uh greg norman he's a he's a fascinating guy uh so uh i, I think that'd be a great thing for this show uh to follow
2: i want to so let me ask you this in the world of disruptors Right. I mean, you'd have to call Greg Norman a disruptor, the the guys that challenge the status quo. And oftentimes, you know, rocks and things or dirt and sand are kicked at these guys for um, for the way that they have gone about things. But in the end, the most successful stay true to their mission and can affect a lot of change that way, Pearl.
3: Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything dastardly here. He's going to cha- challenge the status quo. Good. It should be challenged. And if he can't hold up, then let's make some changes. I mean, I don't know. For me, that's the way the world works. I, I, I've got nothing against it. Uh, if we just stay stayed uh, stagnant, like you said, we wouldn't have those world golf events. We wouldn't have a lot of things that's going on. And look at the value that bringing the rest of the world into even the PGA Tour and the exposure. Uh, the Asian contingency, the the European contingency. Look how different the tour is. I understand for some of the tour players, and traditionalists, maybe they don't want to see that. Well, the bottom line is if you want to see the best golf in the world, turn on the PGA Tour. That's just the way it works now. And had they not done a lot of those things, plain and simple, you wouldn't be able to say that.
2: Yeah, it's interesting, John. I guess in the world of golf, because they're so stayed in tradition and all of this, you know, stuck in kind of this – slow ultra slow move moving um object to to change when you get someone like greg who wants to turn the whole thing upside down it's it's almost like uh, like a double whammy you know because it's he's uh it, it's so different
3: yeah and and, and it's, you know in some ways it's been slow in some ways it's been pretty darn fast so there's that's just the way the world's moving now. And again, I think it's exciting. And the things that don't work, they don't work. So, so it's, it's, there's value in trying things. And I think that's where he's got the courage to do that. And he's kind of got the thick skin to do that. And personally, I want to, I want to learn more about it, but I'm glad people do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. All right. So that's going to wrap up the, on the range segment. Um, I want to do the tip of the cap. The tip of the cap is brought to you by my friend Colin Burnt and the Dean team of Kirkwood. 314-966-0303. My cap is tipped to all of the support that I've received this year. My friend Colin Burnt in particular, he we do this segment for him. Um, the folks at Marie Davila, the folks at uh, Vehicle Assurance, the... Um, the Vogelbach Agency, the Pro-Am Golfs, I'm going to forget some people, but Michelob Ultra, um, uh, the Donahues, uh, Painting and Refinishing, oh my gosh, it, it, the Gateway Section, um, Michelob Ultra, I said that again, that's because I like their product a little bit um but i just want to thank those guys the ascension charity classic i mean how great has ascension been for this i just want to thank all those guys for helping support the show whitmore golf my gosh whitmore has been with me since day one joe Sheezer in the usa uh, mortgage folks are just terrific people my friends and i so appreciate the support and uh that the the tip of the cap is uh, brought to you by colin And uh, Brandy over at the Dean team of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Folks, that'll wrap up the On the Range segment. Don't go anywhere. Uh, John and I will be back for the front nine. This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
3: This is Paul Lazinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSM Physical Therapy. Your therapy, our passion.
0: Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic.
2: I want to give a shout-out to my friend Colin Burnt over at the Dean Team of Kirkwood. Folks, if you're looking for any sort of vehicle, I know it says Volkswagen of Kirkwood. Colin has a parking lot full of new and used cars. I was just over there the other day. I bought... A used VW Passat for my daughter, Joe, who just totaled it in an accident. She texted me, by the way, and said, Dad, I tapped a car in front of me. She tapped it so so well that the car's totaled. Anyway, I talked to um, to Colin, and he is working out a new vehicle for us. But we went over and looked. There is a huge selection of cars over there. My buddy, Pearlie, that does the show with me, had bought a used Toyota truck from Colin and just loved the service and loved the vehicle, um, 314-966-0303. This is like dealing with family over there. These are great people. Colin's there. His right-hand person, Brandy, is there to to do anything they can to get you in the vehicle you want. Give them a call today.
4: Powers Insurance and Risk Management is sponsoring a VIP St. Louis Blues game experience for two lucky winners. Enter to win a front row seat right behind the visitor's bench and join Jay Delsing and Tim Davis from Powers Insurance as you take in all the action while the Blues host the Calgary Flames. All you have to do to enter... Just go to powersinsurance.com backslash go blues. The winner will be announced on January 9th. Powers Insurance is a family owned agency here in St. Louis that specializes in robust insurance policies designed to provide coverage that's tailored to your personal needs. Hey,
2: I know you've heard a lot about club fitting, but I need you to go visit my friends at Pro-Am Golf. They're a family-owned and operated golf discount shop in St. Louis that's been operating for over 40 years. They have a top quality fitter in CJ over there and a very qualified staff. With the most up-to-date, state-of-the-art technology in the industry at all, they've got a really cool ball program coming that will help you fit your swing speed to the right ball. But most importantly, they have the lowest prices in town on this fitting. And you know what's really special? They take the price of the fitting and roll it into the new clubs that you purchased over there. So basically, the fitting costs you nothing. Visit Tom DeGrant. He's been in the business for over 40 years and a great guy. And they'll watch you hit balls in their simulator. So stop by and ask for the Delsing discount and they'll give you even more money off their already low price. That's Pro-Am Golf, a family-owned
1: business here in St. Louis.
0: Grab your clubs. We're headed to the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsey.
1: The Front Nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with
2: Jay Delsing. Uh, I'm Jay here. We got John Perlis with me, and we are, and Brad Barnes is taking good care of us here at the ESPN studios. We're headed to the front nine, brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. September 2022, baby. Year two, 2022. It's going to be at Norwood. It's going to be just another great show. I can't wait. Are
3: you going to qualify? Are you going to qualify, or are you getting an exemption?
2: Oh, I, 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 wouldn't ask the guys for another exemption. If okay. I, so,
3: you, what, what do you do for qualifying then?
2: I don't go. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I have no idea. Right now, I have so little interest in You're playing. Going. I was okay, so okay. bad. Okay. Okay.
3: That's a perfect. That's a perfect thing for us to, to track on the show. So we're going to track whatever the heck it was. We said we were going to track before. Oh, the uh, the Greg Norman project, and we're going to we're going to we're going to track Jay Zelins' climb back to comp- competitive uh, toughness. And uh wow. that that'll be a perfect big <laughs> meat. Mark it down. We got to make sure we have a segment. Me, cut his mic.
2: You got it. Cut his mic, meat. How are going to track that? <laughs> how uh, are we going to track that? I have got... Markings on the wall. Yeah, in here exactly. Or <laughs> like I'm down. To... How, how is your confidence feeling? Let's go ahead and start down by the light, uh, by the switch in the uh, you know where you plug your uh, phone in down there. It's like a roller coaster. It's a little low, and uh, we'll see oh, if we can. Oh my
3: god. Yeah. Oh my god. It's not that bad. You had a couple of shanks. We'll get those out of the system, and and the, the world will open up to you
2: the world will be my oyster once again. Is that what you're saying? Anyway, Uh, um, um, so let's talk a little bit about some predictions for 2022. This is going to be fun. All right, so let's start out with John, who, in your opinion, is going to have that breakout sort of year? We'll talk about a breakout sort of year where he takes on, takes the next step to um, prominence to uh, well, just that next step—whether it's winning his first event or getting himself in contention, maybe winning that first major. Which player do you think has that sort of that sort of year in 2022?
3: Well, I need to step back a second for that because we have to kind of—I I need to have the groundwork laid a little bit better for me. All right. I want to know what the guys, what's going on in the guys' lives in the uh, in the off season. You know, I'm a, I'm a big guy about. Uh, first, it's all about our personal uh, relationships and personal growth and capabilities before uh, we're ready for it for professionally. So I know a couple of things that are, are pretty life-changing are going out there. For some of the people, that will be in the running for what you're talking
2: about. Yeah. So yeah. Jordan
3: Spieth and his wife are having a, a child, I believe. A lot uh, of babies Fowler. being born, yep. So so who who are they? we got Spieth and Fowler. And They're we also, also have the, the,
2: the Days had another little uh, baby. I think that's their third, though.
3: Okay, okay. How about anybody else? Do we know? Do we have a? Uh, uh, any, I don't. I, I didn't
2: that? see. Uh, I didn't see any others.
3: So Jay, talk about that a little bit for your own own career. How did having children, playing the tour, having your first playing the tour, uh, and and maybe just other major life events affect? How how you played and and what have you seen with other people other than just yourself? Because wow. you know we don't we all react the same way to, to life life changes.
2: So for me, having children changed my career. It made it so much better. I felt like I had a another source to play for. I felt like I had um, because of the responsibility of being the provider of being you know the protector. You know there was there was. Um, Something to be built around, you know, because I started off my first what, my first two or three years, I kept my card. Then I lost my card a couple times and in there uh always got it back. So I, I retained status. And in like year four or something like that is when Mackenzie, my oldest, was born. And I'll never forget going to the tour school and she was like nine months old. And I'll never forget how the feeling when I got off the golf course and I got to go back and hold her and play with her, you know, on the ground with her and just roll around and there, all of the cares and all of the stress of that qualifying school, which was six rounds and it was a complete pain in the ass. That, you know, you never play a six-round event. And and it was for the entire year. You know, if you have a bad Sunday, your entire year shot. I I just remember that that new life gave me so much uh I don't know how it worked this way either when I cause when I hear of it, I could see how it could absolutely do the opposite, but it just gave me so much freedom and so much more confidence and more, um, she didn't care whether I shot 80 or 60. She didn't care at all, and they never have. And um, just, I don't know why, but just having that, that new life just made it great for me. And I have definitely had friends, and Clarence Rose is a, a guy that comes to mind who had a really nice long career until he started having kids. And, it, and he told me, he goes, I feel this pressure now, and it's really hard to play. And there were a couple other guys like that that, um, uh, y- you know, th- struggled once they started having kids. And they eventually, you know, worked themselves off the tour. For me, gosh, I can remember, I don't know if anybody traveled with their kids more than I did back in my little era. And I just can remember going back to the hotel and being able to, you know, take the kids swimming and hang out. It was it – was, we had fun.
3: Well, it fits your personality. That makes a lot of sense because you like to have somewhere between five and 450 balls in the air. So that, that probably was a fit for you. Okay, so that, that's, that's a little bit what's going on. What else is going on that, we, that you're aware of out there as far as people recovering from injuries – other life things going on? Is there anything else that, uh, I know Bud, I know Bud
2: Cauley, uh, has been on a major medical and is, uh, progressing nicely. I don't know about uh, a whole lot other than that, John. Uh, what I looked at was watching these, these, uh, watching a player progress and watching how they go through, um, Different stages of, you know, first year on tour, trying to figure out the golf courses, figure out where am I going, how do I do this? And then their second year, once they have an idea, they play the courses a little bit, they understand what traveling the tour is like, you know, uh, can they settle in and start really going after a career you, uh, and, and building a career? You look at a guy like Colin Morikawa, he just came out of the gates just charging, it's like he had been there his whole life. He's won two majors now. I don't know how many how many events he's won. And, uh, you know, he just wins the race to Dubai, the first American to ever do that. I mean, this guy is, I mean, he should be in the conversation. He should already be in the conversation for Hall of Fame and all these other things. He's been on tour for two years. Just absolutely incredible what he's done.
3: Well, when I look at the top 100, to your point, uh, right now it set at Rahm, Morikawa, Dustin Johnson, Cantley, Shoffley, Thomas, DeChambeau, McElroy, Hovland, who saved So I, I'm with you. I, I don't know. I, I can't guess the order unless we we're having to guess here. But I think Morikawa, uh, Cantley, and Shoffley are, for me, the three that are just going to absolutely take off from where they, where they what they did last year, which was fantastic.
2: Who's going to win their first so. major?
3: Boy, I'm, I'm not great at remembering who's got what majors and stuff Chase sorry
2: well the well Cantley has no major Shoffley has no major uh Justin Thomas has one major uh, Morikawa's got two Fowler's got no majors um uh who, who Hovland's got no majors um my pick to get their first major this year is going to be Victor Hovland I tell you what really? this guy you, you
3: pick him over you pick him over Cantley and uh, I, I don't and, I
2: I, I I, it wouldn't surprise me if uh but what there's something about the way Hovland drives the ball pearl i the, the his his putting can get in the way a little bit but the kid's had a phenomenal year he's already won 3 times on the PGA tour he just he he just strikes me as one of these guys that's going to win and and Shuffley and Cantlay are, Two of my favorite U.S. players for sure. But I've got another sleeper who's going to come out and win their first. Not sleeper, but Scotty Scheffler's going to win an event this year. Scotty Yeah, an in, interest,
3: interesting pick and interesting player because he's one of those guys. It's not just that he's non traditional in his swing, but it's also awkward, hog. It's got a lot going yep. on, which which is surprising. I guess he can just putt the eyes out of it day in, day out. And I know he can bomb it, but, man, I look at that swing. I'm thinking, man, there's too much looseness in there. Can he really hold up? But I'll tell you, he's he's been fantastic.
2: After what he did in the Ryder Cup, John, I think he's poised to come in and win his first event. And the other player who's kind of off the radar that I'm going to pick that's going to come on strong this year is Maverick McNeely so maverick was a great player in college he uh i I just have this sense that this kid is going to come out and and make a big big splash
3: well I hope you're right his name's been around for a while i'm wondering if he's got uh, as as we would always reference a little bit too much scar tissue at this point uh, but uh, hopefully he does i i, I, I honestly wrote for root for all of them where, where are you at with John Rom? Where, where's your head on that? I mean, here's a guy that if you had a game built, that could play day in, day out, and an attitude built, especially now that he's kind of chilled and kind of got some control the last couple of years of his of his mental part. Tough, tough, tough guy to beat.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Pearl, he just had a baby. He just had That's a baby that. as well. He just had. a yep. I'm taking him off the list. Yeah, taking him off the list. Well, it, it's, a, it's a big deal. If anybody were to take a step back it wouldn't surprise so John rom I, I I love this guy's mentality I love the fire that he brings and and yeah. the the um the the golf swing is so unique he's so powerful his putting stroke I don't like at all and it's extremely effective it just is very homemade and I could see some some trouble there but uh he he's a stud that's going to wrap up the front nine but don't go, go anywhere pearly and I'll be back more golf with jay delsing on the back nine
4: hey everybody it's ben skill you're listening to golf with jay delsing
2: i want to welcome rap soto golf to the golf with jay delsing show folks this device is super, super cool. It's small, just a little bit bigger than your cell phone. It works in conjunction with your phone to help track your shots. It talks about launch angle, spin rate, dispersion, uh, how far the ball goes. It is really, really something. You can go to rapsodogolf.com and check this thing out. It'll also give you a couple drop-downs. You can see how they're transferring this technology into baseball and softball and they're working with all 30 major league baseball teams now so this is a viable product but if you want to practice in the winter and you want to get better and you want to stop figuring out where that ball went after you hit it into the net get a RapSoto and check them out you will love it we appreciate them being part of the show go to rapsoto.com rapsoto.com Hey, in our spotlight this week, I want to give a shout-out to the, the great golf instructors in the state of Missouri. Um, first and foremost, my buddy Bobby Pavilonis over at Norwood Hills got number three instructor in the state. Congratulations. Bobby's a great guy, does great work. Our staff at Norwood has really uh, got an all-star lineup. Rob Sidorczyk, Sid- Rob Sidorczyk came in second, ranked second in the state of Missouri, and he's over with Adam Betts over at the Family Golf and Learning Center. My buddy Brian Fode at Bell Reef needs no introduction whatsoever. He got the top billing. Those are the top three instructors in the state. But Maria Palazzola, great girl. Uh, she got ranked number seven. Um, just There's just a lot of... Todd Meyer out at Boone Valley got number eight. There's just a lot of opportunities, folks, for you to visit people uh, and get to see them do their thing and help you with their game. And don't forget about Ed Schwent. Great guy. Been helping people with the game forever. He came in at number 12 out at Old Hickory. And that is this week's Gateway PGA Spotlight brought to you by the Gateway PGA Section.
1: Marcon Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize the sponsors, staff, and volunteers who made the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic in St. Louis a huge success. Without the tireless effort of hundreds of dedicated people this past year, this PGA Champions Tour event could not have achieved the success it did. The winner in golf is the person with the lowest score, but the big winner of this event is the people and communities of need in the St. Louis area and the tremendous boost to the St. Louis economy as a whole. Well played by everyone who put in the time to make this a wonderful event. It's great to live in your community. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and a proud distributor of General Electric Parts.
2: I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA of America for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Um, There are over 300 men and women PGA professionals and over 100 golf facilities in the greater St. Louis area supporting us. They're experts in the game. They know the business of the golf of golf and at this point in time this pandemic the golf courses are jammed these folks are working 10 12 hour days and just doing great stuff and really appreciate them. Every time you pull up to a public course or a private course, a driving range, there's a really good chance that that facility is run by a member of our section. Some of the examples of the programs that are run by these PGA professionals and the Gateway PGA section include PGA Reach, Drive, Chip and Putt, PGA Hope and the PGA Junior League. To learn more about the Gateway PGA, go to gatewaypga.org to find a local PGA professional coach for your next session, go to PGA.com. The PGA growing this game we love.
0: We're halfway there. It's time for the back nine on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The back nine is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, welcome back.
2: This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and we are headed to the Back Nine. Pearlies with me, and the Back Nine is brought to you by our friends at Pro-Am Golf. This is a family-owned company. Uh, The DeGrands are great people, support the game, grow the game. But they've got CJ, who's the best club fitter in town over there. Call him at 314-647-8054. Get yourself fitted. Ask for the Delsing discount. They'll take... uh, um, a discounted price off of the already low price, and they'll also roll that into your new set of clubs. So the fitting will be for free. So give them a call, or you can visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. All right, so here's what we're doing, guys. Pearlie and I and Meat we're tossing you in the fire on this as well. We're going to pick two players. We're going to pick one player from the top 20 in the golf rank, world golf rankings and one player below the top 20. And we're going to track their um, uh, their progress and see how well they do. Okay. All right. So Pearl, you get first pick.
3: Patrick, Ice Cantley as my my horse for the year.
2: Yeah, that's a really good pick. That's a UCLA and Bruin. I, that guy. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll pick. I'll pick my other guy that is below the top twenty as my. We'll call him kind of the dark horse. Because uh, I think uh, he will have done the work off season, uh, been able to, to, to I'll call it settle himself, because he's got some legitimate uh, challenges with um, uh, I think anxiety. But I'm going to I'm going to say that Matthew Wolf is going to wow. uh, make make the. I know, I know, but I'm 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 a fan. I'm a fan of his coach. Uh, I, I I like the young man, and uh, I think it might be time for him to just be able to uh, be able to handle the, the personal and the professional at the same time and I, and I want that to happen too so I'm I'm, I'm rooting for him.
2: I like those two picks I love those two picks all right so um, I'm I'm gonna go my pick um, above the line I'm gonna go with gosh it's hard to I can't really pick Victor Hovland because he's already won three times unless he takes uh, that step up for the uh no we're just picking who's
3: going to do the best next year we're just going to pick who's doing the best next year you can pick him
2: right all right i'll I'll take i'm going to stick with hovland i love i love his youth his exuberance i love his attitude i love the way he drives the ball he works his ass off uh so i'm going to pick victor hovland and the guy from below the line um that is going to be interesting you got Matthew Wolf. I'm going to go with my other pick in Maverick McNeely. I'm going to go way down the wow. list and pick Maverick wow. McNeely and see if he doesn't come out like a house on fire this year.
3: That'd be great. That would be great. Meet okay, me. Meet. Meet. You're you're my Norman. Right,
4: no pressure now. No. Yeah, All right. You,
3: can, you can't. You can't pick Norman. You can't pick Jack Nicholas. They don't play anymore. Meet. So oh, who are you going <laughs> to pick? Jack doesn't play.
4: Damn it. Uh, okay. So top twenty. I'm going with the guy who plays a lot, plays in a lot of events, Colin Morikawa. Oh man, that's a good it's pick. It's an easy pick. Yeah. Yep. But he he's, plays in a ton of events. He's scoring you a hell of a lot of points. He's consistent. I think that's a that's a no-brainer in the top twenty.
2: And he's a stud. I mean, he's one uh he's ranked second in the world. I love him. Great kid, too.
4: Now, out of the top twenty. This pick, it, it may have an asterisk next to it, but I'm going Philly Mickelson because he wins at everything. The guy is making money left and right. He's got commercials. I don't even care what he does on the golf course anymore, but every time he's out there, people love him. He is always winning. It's, uh,
2: you only, know, it's interesting. It's interesting. That is, that, is, that is a fantastic pick. I got to help. Here, here's Let's talk about this for a minute. There's a really good chance that, Mickelson comes to St. Louis next year for the for the Ascension Charity Classic. Would that be awesome? That'd be great. That would be awesome. I, I shouldn't say there's a good chance. There's a fair chance that he comes. But does – here's a question for you. Does Mickelson – let's say meat is not correct, and he doesn't play great on the regular tour. Does he – is he the sort of guy that would only focus on the Champions Tour – in your opinion, Johnny?
3: Absolutely not. If he's got his game, there is no. But who more so than him wants to go out on a regular tour and win a, win a tournament, or even be significant? Nobody, nobody, nobody. Uh, I don't. I don't see it. I don't either. Does he, does he want to play? Does he want to play out well on the on the Champions Tour? Absolutely. That's great. But relative to the regular tour, not a chance. And by the way, me when you pick Mickelson, his Champions. Tour uh, money doesn't count towards this, so uh, don't don't be uh, playing Jay and I think it here. All counts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew you didn't. It's all in it the gambling, bank, money. right? You, you, you thought the game, the gaming and the gambling money counted too, but it doesn't, and, and or as commercials or anything else. So, yeah, you know, it all it
4: comes doesn't. back to the same wallet and the same bank account. It's big. It's a big fat one too. I can tell you, it's a big fat
2: one. Well, that's going to be kind of fun to see uh, w- what happens. We're going to have to make uh, some notations and maybe a, a few updates from time to time, and that'll be unusual for the show. Because because we usually don't get any of that stuff right.
3: Hey, okay, but let's just out of the hat. We got another minute or two. Let's out of the hat here. Who's who's? And we don't wish bad on anybody, but who's going to have a tough year? Who who in the top ten uh, is going to have the toughest year uh, of, of those guys? And, and let's say drop out of the top ten. Certainly, maybe even drop out of the top. 30 or 40 or 50. Who who are we seeing that's, that's most... Well, First of all, if you heard.
2: were going to tell me that Justin Rose was going to have the sort of year that he had this past year, I was going to... And, and, I mean, Rosie, he got left off the Ryder Cup team, didn't he, John?
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Could you ever imagine? Well, he,
3: he, well, I'll tell you, Jay, that's why it's interesting to do this stuff. When When life things change and some injuries, I think he was having some kind of chronic on-and-off back troubles. Over time, you know, then you make adjustments. You say my back's better, but what kind of adjustments did you make? Uh, that's why, you know, it's, it's, it's the nature of the beast. So um, when I when I look at, at the list, and, and I really like this guy, but I, and, he's, and he's third uh, uh, for this year, I'm going to have to say Dustin Johnson. I think Dustin's priorities in life have changed. I, I don't see him as fit as I've seen him in the past. I think it might be a little bit of a bit of done, been there, done that. He's got a, uh, I would assume, an extremely healthy bank account. I, I, I'm unfortunately going to have to pick Dustin as my guy who's going to have a big slip this year.
2: That's it's interesting. You know, it's interesting when um, the way that he played at the Ryder Cup, the oldest player on the Ryder Cup team. They're kind of calling him Grandpa up there. He's how old is he? 35, I think yeah yeah um, I'll tell you who I think's gonna fall off the planet is Brooks Kepka I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'm going with that i it's just odd there's just something odd about this guy he's uberly talented and uh, but i just i don't I don't see this thing having a lot of longevity.
3: Well, he's gotten so caught up into minutia, it appears, and maybe that's just part of the game. Maybe he enjoys that, but it seems to be to be a distraction. Now he's all, he was only 16th this year, anyway. But you think he's going to fall fall off that 16th? There's another guy that doesn't necessarily play a, a whole ton. I think he's healthy now. I I, don't, I think that's accurate. I, I know he has some issues, but I think those are behind him. I'm not sure. But that—that's who you're saying is going to have a big drop. Well, that—that that would be something if he did. That would be
2: something. Meet you want to toss your uh, iron in the fire on who's? And, and it
3: can't be, it can't be Nicholas, and it can't be Norman, uh, Meat.
4: <laughs> can't be Nicholas and can't be Norman. What kind of what kind of situation are you put me in here? Um,
2: here's one. Um, no what? helping, no helping, Meat. He's got to give us a name. I'm wondering about Rory. Ooh. That's a good that's I I got I tell you I really really like him as a human. He's a great guy. He's definitely got um man, you know, John, when I look and see how he kind of broke down at the Ryder Cup and and was emotional at the Ryder Cup, I felt like my love for him as a player just went way up when he was that honest and um And it meant that much to him. uh, You know, he he was also the sort of guy, meet, that said, I don't really – I don't get that upset about my own personal, you know, failures or the things that I've kind of gaffed. Um, But this thing for the team, it really, really kicked his ass. And I was going to say Sergio, but he's already fallen. You know?
3: Well, I'll I'll go to talk about Rory for a second to what you just said, Jay. I am definitely a Rory fan. I think he's battling significance big time again. I think it's just a guy that's got a pocket, like a pocket, a bank full of money. I've been there, done that, uh, st- establishing and setting a family, uh, has other priorities. And I think what, what we've seen is that struggle between, you know, how, how, how much do I want to give of myself to, to do this again? And obviously I'm playing a long-distance uh, psychologist here. But I think Meat may have picked a very, very interesting strategic look because I'm, my bet would be he could also rise and absolutely dominate again or he could fall off the ledge. I think it's interesting. So, as usual, Meat could either be extremely right or grossly wrong.
4: <laughs> but I'm usually right. That's usually how that works out.
3: That's
2: right. It sure does. Uh, well, I'm often wrong but seldom in doubt. So that's the way that I attack this thing. and We'll see what happens here. Uh, that is going to wrap up the back nine. So don't go anywhere, John, and I'll be back with more uh, golf
0: with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Bob Costas, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: I'm with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage.
0: Hi, hey Jay, how are you?
2: Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show.
0: Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations, this is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and. We look forward to it every Sunday morning.
2: Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people.
0: Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company. So over 1,000 families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage, 314-628-2015, and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available, and give you an opportunity to support a local company.
1: Marcon Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize the sponsors, staff, and volunteers who made the inaugural Ascension Charity Classic in St. Louis a huge success. Without the tireless effort of hundreds of dedicated people this past year, this PGA Champions Tour event could not have achieved the success it did. The winner in golf is the person with the lowest score. But the big winner of this event is the people and communities of need in the St. Louis area and the tremendous boost to the St. Louis economy as a whole. Well played by everyone who put in the time to make this a wonderful event. It's great to live in your community. Marcon Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and a proud distributor of General Electric Parts.
2: Hey guys, I know you've heard golf is booming and it really is. There are more people playing golf today than ever before. And you know who else is doing great? My friends at Whitmore Country Club... I don't know if you know about their membership, but if you join at Whitmore Country Club, there's 90 holes. They give you access to the Links of Dardeen, the Golf Club of Wentzville, and the Missouri Bluffs. And the cart fees are included in the membership, so you're not going to get dinged for a cart fee. There's no food or beverage minimums, no assessments, no nothing. Just great golf, great places to eat. They have a large pool complex, three tennis courts. They've got a kids' club you can drop your children off, you and your significant another your wife can go out play a little golf you can call them at 636-926-9622 and when you go over there poke your head in the golf shop and say hi to my friend bummer he is terrific he wants to help you with your game and he'll
0: show you around thank you st louis for making the first annual ascension charity classic presented by emerson a record-breaking success the golf was incredible your enthusiasm unmatched and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on north st louis county charities to our sponsors volunteers and fans thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to st louis with record attendance see you next year at the ascension charity classic hey jay delson here for ssm health physical therapy
2: do you want to have a more consistent golf swing hell i know i sure do SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area, 800-518-1626, or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. This is Bill DeWitt III, president of the St. Louis Cardinals, and you're talking to Jay Delsing. And wait, oh, sorry, what's the name of the show? Uh, Golf with Jay Delsing. Oh, yeah, right, let me start it. <laughs> if you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve.
0: Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing.
1: The 19th hole is refreshed by Michelob Ultra.
2: Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay Pearlie. It's with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole, brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Oh, man, appreciate the boys at and I Bush for supporting the show. Uh, And Ultra sounds really, really good. All right, guys, we're going to have to wrap up our player take, our previews. And um, and all in all, um, you know, as we wrap up 2021, the Ryder Cup, I thought it was a great year for golf. And I thought that the way that it ended for the red, white, and blue and the thorough thrashing of Europe up at – whistling Straits was just a a, almost like the perfect cherry on top to um, a a really interesting year of golf we lost tiger woods in terms of a competitor we almost lost him as a human he's back uh he's kind of teasing people with um a little bit of where he is in his life and what's going on and now we're going to go to 2022 and we got some predictions and i think it's going to be fun
3: Absolutely. I think the other thing we didn't talk enough about at the Ryder Cup, I'll just throw it out there a little bit. Jay, don't you think there's a couple of guys that kind of took the next level of confidence in, their, in themselves, their game, their being able to be on the world stage? Because that is a unique world stage. It's not like a regular tour event. And I think guys like uh, some of the younger guys, Patrick Cantley, uh, some people like that who was already great, already had a lot of confidence, you, you come out of that, that cauldron, that, that pressure, and, and have competed and done very well, uh, there's no doubt in my, my mind that you're, you're taking the next step. And I think that's super, super interesting. I call him a, or Kawa, not that he needed more confidence, but I think he's another one of those guys. And uh, I, I think we're going to see that much better things from those guys because of that.
2: Yeah, for me it was Scotty Scheffler who, who stepped up in a yeah. big way and he, he took yeah. down John Rahm and the individuals, uh, the, the uh the world number one, and he he did, he just did a lot of great things. Played with Bryson Deschambeau, which could not be easy, and and took it all in stride. And so, uh, great pick by Captain Stricker, by the way, uh, to put him on the well, team. Well,
3: that 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 was even more pressure on Scheffler because there's not a player in the world that's not going to feel that next level. Nobody else in the field is going to have that unless you've been that captain's pick because you don't want to let people down. So, you know, so he's actually out there with a little bit more pressure than just about any, anybody else and especially getting thrown in with rob so that's a great call jay uh th- that guy just had that next level of boost of of, in- of in- injection of his confidence uh which is probably why you're picking him to do great things this next year
2: yeah yeah okay so so john i got a, i had a um ran into an old friend and we started talking about some stories and they he said he loves his show because of some of the stories we told. And I told him the story about the caddy out at Pine Valley. And I don't know if you've ever heard this story before, but there was a a really famous caddy out at Pine Valley. And I think his name, his nickname was the captain because he was a kind of always in charge. And what he would do is that he'd watch the guys, uh, a, a guy, a member would come up and maybe bring a guest and he'd watch him play on the range. And after, you know, four swings, he pretty much felt like he could club this guy,
3: right? One of those caddies. One One of of those those caddies. caddies. Yeah, he's driving. He's
2: driving the bus. This caddy's driving the bus, right? So they're they're going, they're having this day, and he's like, he's handing the guy a club, and the guy's just swinging, and the guy's having the best day of his life. And I forget which par three uh, on the back nine that's got the water on it, and um, the guy's like one over par at Pine Valley, and he's like, man, I'm feeling so good. You know, how far is it? He goes, well, it's 165 yards. He goes, all oh, right, that's perfect. Give me my 7-iron. And Captain walks over, and the guy's got his ball teed up already, and Captain walks over with a 6. Yep. And he hands him the 6. And the guy goes, no, nah, man, I'm feeling really good. I, I, I Give me the 7. And Captain holds the 6 out in front of him. And he goes, yeah, you don't understand. I'm hitting the 7. And he walks around Captain, goes to the bag, and grabs a 7-iron out of there. As he's doing that, Captain walks over to his ball that's already teed up, and he squats down right in top of his ball and says, All right, Whitey, get ready to hold your little nose. <laughs> 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 and the guy hits it straight in the water. And, oh, my gosh, we laughed at that. It's funny, the caddies, John, we've talked about this before. We've had... We've kicked around having a segment called Caddy Tales. One of the things when my before COVID and the business that I had was still um, up and running and thriving, and I don't know if it'll ever come back. I hope it does, but there are not many signs of life in that space. When we would go to different places, John, and have a cat, uh, have a caddy, and do. Play golf the way it was meant to be played. Walking and things like that. The experience was off the chart. There's something that those a good caddy brings to the table when you're playing. That's just it's it's hard if you've never experienced it. It's hard to get people to understand that. I think if people
3: can be open to it, in other words, enabling them to be a little bit comfortable with it. I am with you. I think it's the way the game. Need, needs to be played. Uh, I, I enjoy being a caddy. I absolutely love having a caddy when I play. I was even one of a few guys at our little course back in central Illinois that actually went out and recruited a kid or two to caddy, and I would be the only guy to have a caddy. I just liked it. The other reason you and I are going to completely buy into this, it was good for the kids. They, they learned a lot. They could be around uh, the professionals from, from their area. Uh, to kind of have some of that rub off on them, they learn the game that way. They learned etiquette, work ethic, et cetera. I think it fits Jay across the board. Uh, and in relative to a bucket list, when you were telling that story, I think that could be another golfer's bucket list. You don't even have to go any place necessarily way out of the, out of uh, the way or crazy, but have a bucket list if you've never had a caddy to go have a caddy for a day or two. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat. And most caddies, we joke about them and. Boy, we've had there's some characters out there, but for the most part, good people. And man, they they work hard too. That that is a hard, hard job.
2: It is a hard, hard job. I can remember um, when I was uh, playing in the uh, Scottish Open, and uh, the year that I was playing at the British Open, uh, so I went over to played Carnoustie for the Scottish, and I went over and played uh, St Andrews. Qualified the next week and played St Andrews for the British Open, and I had a, a guy that. Faraday hooked me up with the caddy, an Irish guy named Irish John. And I think I've told this story a hundred times, but I'm like, how David, I'm like, Faraday, how am I going to know how to meet him? He goes, well, he has summer teeth. I go, yes, summer teeth. He goes, yes, yeah, some are over here and some are over there, but none of them are, th- are together. And I'm like, dude, how the hell am I going to meet this guy? Quit, quit making a joke of everything. Anyway, we got connected, and we're playing, out of, we got, we're playing out of Carnoustie. And I remember specifically one of the first things I said to him, can I get there with this club? And you know what he said? Eventually.
0: And I'm like, are all
2: you Irish guys? Are you guys just a pain in the ass? with all and he, we laughed so hard. And he would tell stories. Irish John had eleven children from two different marriages. He was like the one of the few. Um, Irish people divorced, you know, because Irish the general just do not believe in divorce. And he was telling me stories about his kids and just, a—I mean, just a character. He was also betting on me while I was playing, which I didn't well, know. You well, know? I,
3: think, I think that's awesome. But there's another guy to get on the show track down Irish John, that, that, he would be the king of the caddies. There's field. not
2: a chance that Irish John is still with us. There's no oh, chance really? of no. No, okay. there's no That's chance of bad. no. If he is, he doesn't remember much. I can Because he was – I can tell you, that fourth day when I was playing in the Scottish Open and um, the guy I was playing with was shooting the course record out at Carnoustie and I he had laid all his shekels on me against him that day, he could barely walk. He was so sad. It was anyway, but it was a, a hell of an experience. And the 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 caddy portion, you know that that story of Pine Valley just reminds me of some of the fun things that happened while we were caddying. And, and uh, uh, yeah, just um, just just j- it just enhances the experience. That's all there is to it.
3: Is there any courses around St. Louis, Jay, that have kind of full-time caddy? Yeah. Uh, oh parks? yeah.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. B- Bell Reeve has some. Uh, Old Warson has a a, a very well established uh, caddy program. Norwood is working on it. You know, it's a it's a big endeavor to try to get the um, younger folks to to show up. And whenever um, there's a caddy there or something, I'll I'll take them at Norwood and and you know go have that experience and try to actually help them from from a player's point of view, understand how to be a good caddy. I mean, the first and foremost is you can't lose the ball. you got to find the ball, and that is really hard for some of the kids when they're not familiar with the game. You and I played the game, so we got a sense of it. I can remember growing up with my sisters. It used to just drive my dad crazy because my sisters could never find their ball. Because they didn't watch it, you know. They're like well, if a,
3: good cat, a good caddy carries an extra ball, but that's another story. Yeah, that's a,
2: yeah, that's another story for another show. But um, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting um, to to just how that whole caddy thing comes to comes around and has come around. But um, yeah, there are definitely places um, that that uh, will will let you have a caddy and and let you have that experience for sure.
3: Well, it was it was it certainly was huge for me to learn the game. And then to be able to stay in the game, to be able to caddy for you, the last kind of twenty years of your careers, couple several times a year, that was a big piece of it. So, well, John, it what do you think about?
2: Off. So, we'll talk just briefly. We only have a couple of minutes left, but talk briefly about. So, do you remember any specific conversation that went in on that happened in your group while you were caddy and that sticks out in your mind? Like, whoa! Because I can remember when I took Fred Couples's place in a pro am out in L. A. When Fred, when you remember back when the, the, some of the stars would just pull out of the pro-ams because they acted like they were yeah. hurt and because they didn't yeah. really want to play, and I took Fred Couples of space place, and I can remember stepping onto the first tee and all these people are standing around expecting Fred to play, and I they get me, you know, I'm like, damn, <laughs> I'm like, but but I remember specifically I was playing with John Elway who I'd played with before, and I was also playing with the president of Nissan. Uh, North America, and then the president of Nissan Worldwide. He happened to be a Japanese uh, fellow that didn't speak much English. But Bob Thomas was the president uh, of North America. And the conversations that went on that day, John, and I was a player, not only a caddy, but not only from the caddy's perspective, it was pretty significant. And I was just starting on the PGA Tour, and I was like, wow, this is there's a lot of action going on inside the ropes that isn't golf-related.
3: Well, we've talked about that a lot. That's a great point. I, I think that that's one of the beauties of golf. And you, you can't talk about superficial nothing when you're playing golf with somebody because you're with them for four or five, six hours between practicing, playing, lunch, having a beer, whatever the case might be. So you're going to get into real stuff. Yeah. And, I, and so, yeah, nothing, <clears throat> sorry, off the top of my head, kind of completely jumps out there other than just so much of it was, was beyond the superficial, which is, the beauty of it, what what I loved. I mean, that's where you got to got to know these people and the the, the humanness, the the part. Of, yeah, they're the superstar business person, superstar athlete, but then they start talking about family and challenges and other things going on in their lives, and then you realize, yeah, they're a superstar, but guess what? They've got the same problems, challenges, and things that I've got. Yeah. And and I think that's that's where the value of all that is. So yeah, great 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 point on that. That's that's absolutely. And again, that's that's what your show's about here
2: and that's going to wrap up another show that was a i i can remember pearl to 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 that point just putting a bow on this thing i can remember these guys that i held in high esteem as a you know a 13 and 14 year old kid talking about some of the challenges talking about business challenges that i didn't particularly or completely understand at the time but re- realizing you know like you said no different everybody's facing down the same sort of battles and trying to figure it all out
3: Yeah, when the truth comes out, that's that's where it's at. Not that people are hiding it, but you need that opportunity, that time for the trust and stuff to build. And, again, that's what golf can do for
2: you. Yep. All right, Pearl, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for being with me. Come back next week for more of Golf with Jay Delsing. Let's grow this great game, St. Louis.